Hi guys, welcome to the End Time Sky podcast. My name is Lee and it's such a privilege to have you joining me today. January 21st, Joe Biden is the President of the United States. Whether we like it or not, not much can be done about that at this point. There are still people holding out hope. You know, Donald Trump has a plan. It's all going to work out. Be patient. Wait and see. But unfortunately, this is what happens when you put hope in a man and not in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter who the President of the United States is. To me, Jesus Christ is still Lord. That hasn't changed, and it won't change. And as long as your hope is in Jesus alone, you're unshakable. You won't be pushed off balance. There are some serious, serious dark times coming for you and I, and I want us to be ready for that. I want us to be strong in the face of opposition, in the face of um, being brutalized, being treated like criminals. I want us to be able to stand in quiet, confident faith, unshakable, unafraid. Jesus is our Lord. They can only harm the flesh. Fear God, who can not only harm the flesh, but cast the very soul into eternal damnation, it's God we should always consider. Who is man that we should fear him? I want to start off today with scripture, doing it a little backwards, because this really helps us to understand what's going on and where we're at right now. And it comes out of Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse um, 11. You know, leading up to it, Paul is talking about people who have turned their back on the truth. They have not received the love of the truth. In other words, they're not genuinely seeking after God. They've turned away from seeking after God and they're seeking after their own desires. And he says in verse 11, for this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false. And folks, this summarizes the Democratic Party in the United States. Once upon a time, even the Democrats followed God. But they turned their backs. They believed in the evolution lie. They believed in, um, we have power over our destiny and all of this um, New Age spiritualism. They, they've utterly sold out their faith in God and turned away from him to follow after lies. And this is what happens to those who turn away from God. I'll read verse 11 again. For this reason, Democrats, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false. And that's exactly the fruits that we are seeing right now. The Democrats believe things that are false. We can look at their actions, at their inconsistencies, contradictions, how they look at the D.C. protest as insurrection and dangerous, and how they look at the Seattle and Oregon um, literal riots and vandalism and looting and everything else as a peaceful protest. They are, they, they are under the influence of that deluding spirit that God has placed upon them for rejecting him. And I want us to be very careful that we do not turn away from following after God, lest we too be subjected to that deluding influence and utterly abandon the truth in favor of 
whatever we choose, whatever our little hearts choose to chase after, uh, we must guard our hearts and be careful to chase after God. And He will not allow us to stumble in the darkness. So, just two days ago, the United States of America had its eyes set on China, North Korea, Iran, Russia, eyeing up the, the bullies and the terrorists of the world. That was just two days ago. Today is a brand new day in the Western world as America turns its attention inward and focuses on half of its own people. There is a quiet civil war going on right now in the United States with the purging of mainstream conservative voices off of Twitter and YouTube. Um, it was, once upon a time, people like Alex Jones, and then the, it, it became more aggressive, and now it's flat out everyone. Um, Gateway Pundit and mainstream Christian media, or conservative media, is being removed from the public space. But that's not enough. There are calls for re-education of the children of Trump supporters. One CNN um, host called for a cleansing of Donald Trump supporters. Yes, we got rid of Trump, but how do we cleanse the United States of his, his cult? Um, others are calling for re-education camps to get the names of all the Trump supporters. And this is a very dangerous time. A lot of Trump supporters probably don't realize the danger that they're in right now, that they are literally going to be tracked down and persecuted for daring to speak out for Trump. If you have a Trump flag in your driveway, you have to consider, is it worth the cost to keep it flying? Trump will not be back as President of the United States. There isn't, I really don't think there's going to be another conservative president. I think the conservative party as a whole is dead and sold out. And I think the Democrats, now with the Senate, the House, and the White House, are going to change whatever rules will prevent them from getting everything they want. You know, the next stimulus bill is going to be a monster. It's going to be trillions of dollars, and it's going to include every single far-left wish list Thing you could imagine. It's going to be putrid, rancid, horrid. It's basically going to loot America for the benefit of the Democrats. Um, this is a very, very dark time in America. And America needs to look to Italy and Spain, Portugal, other countries, that the citizenry are now having the courage to march. In Canada, some people tried it. I watched the video of it. People in Ottawa protesting the lockdowns, and there were less than 100 of them. There were, in fact, more security and police officers on hand than protesters. And the police and the security had no problems at all um, bullying, intimidating, and pushing the protesters away. 
it was very discouraging to see. Uh, but this is the age we're living in, guys. I want you to realize that this whole movement of left-wing, Democrat, liberal, secularist, whatever label, whatever title you want to put on it, it's entirely satanic. They're entirely part of that one world system that is slowly emerging right around us right now. And more and more, we're going to be criminalized and oppressed for standing up for moral, traditional, Bible-based values. It was just back in the 1980s. And for me, that doesn't seem that long ago because I, I was a young man in the 80s. Um, back then, a politician who lied, even the Democrats and the media would call that person out and say, yeah, their, their career is over. You see what I'm saying? That They used to love the truth. They used to, at, at the very least, maybe if they didn't love it, they respected it. And they understood the value of truth. And look at where we are today. Not only do they despise the truth, but they violently oppose it and repress it. And as a result, God has sent upon them a deluding influence. It's going to get darker and darker as time goes by. And you and I need to be prepared for that. We need to accept the fact that churches are going to be punished for a million different reasons, closed down for any imaginable reason. Christians in the West need to figure out how to meet without a building and without you know, the, the standard traditional um, systems that we've known all our lives. We need to have house churches. We need to have underground churches if we're going to survive. The other thing that I want to mention today, guys, is very important. Christians are waffling right now on the vaccine. And we haven't even seen any pressure yet. Christians are taking the jab because they think they don't have a choice. Now, I've talked about it in the past. God has a real issue with corrupted DNA, corrupted biology. When we play around with God's design. God ordained the design in your body. Your blood is pure. It is as God intended it to be. And this vaccine changes that. You become a GMO, gen genetically modified organism. And listen, I don't feel confident at all that God is not going to have a problem with that. My blood is pure, and I intend to keep it that way. And right now, they have a lot of willing people lining up for the vaccines. Great. As long as there's willing people, we're safe. But what happens when they run out of willing people? Then the pressure begins to isolate. This has worked effectively for them for a very long time. Isolate and target specific groups of people and mandate it. Make them feel alone. Make them feel like they have no choice. And they're just going to target and isolate individual groups one at a time and force them to be vaccinated. It's only a matter of time. And we need to consider that. You have to make a choice. If you want to continue living the Western life, being able to shop at Walmart, buy things online, go to work, pay your bills, you're, at some point, you're going to be forced to take the jab. 
as many are doing now, thinking they have no choice. But you do have a choice. You just don't like what that choice means. The choice means that it could cost you. It could literally cost you your job. It could cost you your ability to keep your, the lifestyle that you have now. And that decision is yours to make. I've made up my mind. As much as it really troubles me and worries me, I can't take the vaccine. And it will cost me at some point my job. And that will cost me being able to go home and live in a house. And so be it. It is what it is. Christians in the past have endured a lot worse. We're just so soft, so complacent, so we, we grew up having access to so many good things that for us now it's very hard to imagine living without the luxuries. But you know what? Just a few generations ago, our own great-grandparents were able to live off the land. If they, if they needed something, they would go out and gather it. They would trade for it. They would fix it or repair it. Um, you know, they would build it one way or another. They got by. And... We need to really grab hold of every opportunity right now to relearn that knowledge and to prepare ourselves for the eventuality where, like it or not, you, you are either in or you're out. And believe me, guys, I'm not excited about that whatsoever. I just need three more years and I could be totally independent and unconcerned with whatever the government throws at us. Everything would be just fine with me, but it's not that way right now. I have bills that I have to pay. My daughters still live at home. I'm still supporting them, and it's going to cost me. I would like very much for things to remain normal for three more years for me, but (laughs) I don't think we have three years. To be honest, I think by this summer, they're going to be isolating and targeting specific groups and telling them either you take the jab or you don't have a job. Um, the Prime Minister of New Zealand was very, was almost flaunting it. I think he was the Prime Minister of Australia. No jab, no pay. And she was just giddy as she said that. And with Joe Biden as President of the United States, with Trudeau in Canada, with Boris Johnson in the UK, with these... Um, ladies in charge of New Zealand and Australia, on and on the list goes, our days are numbered. The pressure, and in fact, in Germany right now, they are using camps for those who break COVID lockdown restrictions. Police in Canada are being given unprecedented power to determine whether or not a person has left their home for justifiable reasons with the ability to throw them in prison for a year. I mean, the pressure is going to grow uh, incredibly quickly if you're a a citizen of the United States, but for the rest of us, we've already experienced some of this, and it's only going to continue to escalate. So I want you to, first of all, love the truth And honor the Lord your God. Keep your blood pure. The day of judgment is nearing. It's getting very close. And to sell out now when we're this close to the finish line is a really, really bad bargain. 
Do you really want to be a part of a system made of corrupt liars and deceivers who walk in darkness? I, I want no part of it. And God will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. It's going to take faith, more and more faith, to survive the weeks and months to come. But now is the time, guys, to buckle up, to grow in faith, to seek the Lord daily. You know, Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. He wasn't worried about your physical food. He knows that. That daily bread is your spiritual supply from God. We have no strength apart from Him. We have no light apart from Him. Day by day we receive from His hand and we will survive. We will walk. We will run and not grow weary. Challenging times, but my encouragement to you is to keep your blood pure and be prepared even if it costs you. Even if it costs you greatly, remember, do you want to be a part of God's kingdom or do you want to be a part of those who are deluded, who walk in darkness, who serve the devil without even being aware of it, who will scoff you to your face if you tell them they're serving the devil. They don't realize it because they walk in darkness. Thank you so much for joining me. I really apologize that all the words out of my mouth seem to be doom and gloom. Um, I'm not concerned with popularity or prestige. What I'm concerned about is the truth. And I'll share that to the best of my ability for as long as possible. Thanks for joining me today. God bless.